building thoughts. As a student, have you ever thought what I want to become? And lost in thoughts with confused answers? I have been there. As a professional, have you ever thought, is this the profession I want to do? Am I the best? And lost in thoughts with confused answers? I have been there. To the years listening to me, life is filled with choices. Head is filled with thoughts. Heart is filled with emotions. Confusion, anxiety, happiness when successful, sad when failed. Embrace all these emotions. I, Charalata Jain, that Indian girl, is making an attempt to normalize failures with stories of individuals from different career domains who are normal, successful, and have also tasted failure, yet are the source of inspiration. Mending Thoughts aims to demystify thoughts by sharing insights as what each profession demands in terms of skills, experience, and last but not the least, it is that audio experience to assist the millennials in decision making of career choices by sharing stories that are real, true, and guides to explore on opportunities that lie ahead. is all about engineering specialized in the domain of embedded areas filled with graphics processors and controllers my guest today is an Indian currently living in UK Deepak Ravi Kumar the software engineer who is currently venturing into the world of graphics he is predominantly working on the GPUs the graphical processor units as a senior design engineer a smart dynamic person with 10 years of industrial experience. Deepak has worked in variety of domains from automotive, modems, IoT and the list goes on. Deepak feels himself lucky as he has worked in almost all software layers of the central processing unit, CPU, right from the first piece of software code that turns the system on, which is called also as the boot ROM, the bootloader drivers, middleware, application, and to the human machine interface layer as well. His achievements are huge, yet he is a humble person who has five patents filed and his inventions, ideas are always top-notch for the organizations he has worked with. In 2010, he pursued his bachelor's in electronics and communication engineering from the Model Engineering College, Kochi, Kerala. And currently, he is happily married. His wife also works in the tech industry of UK. One of his sources of his enjoyment are his hobbies that range from punching, combat sports, huge wrestling, and he's also a big-time MMA fan besides cricket. Hey, thanks for having me. So let's get started. How did you pursue engineering? Was it by choice or any other reason? 
Well, uh, to be honest, when I was in um, plus two, I didn't have much idea about the other professions other than, uh, except say, doctor and engineer. Uh, pretty much because my mother is a doctor and my father is an engineer, so I had a bit of an idea of what what these guys were doing. Uh, yeah, so I I did not enjoy the uh, doctor side of profession personally because. when i used to see my mother work i used to see her correcting a lot of records and there used to be a lot of drawings and i'm very bad at drawing so that's one red herring for me uh another thing was like i'm not very interested in the clinical side of doctor profession so i thought i probably wouldn't be a good doctor so that's the, so the, the that's the reason why i chose uh, engineering as an alternative i didn't okay. have much idea of what i was going to do there but uh, i just took it as an alternative so it was either you be a doctor or engineer and you picked engineer <laughs> yes yes i only had a idea about those two professions so mostly i took the alternative what has been the biggest failure as on date for you if i say like the count goes from 1 to 3 what would be the three biggest failures the first one top of the list would be treating my college like a high school so i was in college i was pretty much in uh, study go home repeat mode so i was not very active uh, in any of the college groups or i didn't try to do any networking so that was one of my biggest regrets because i studied in a really good college uh, the government mountain engineering college in cochin we had great faculty and great seniors uh so it was like an ideal place where i could get a mentor and you know shape an idea of what i'm going to do in the future but unfortunately i didn't do to that very well uh, i was not very active there so that is one of my biggest regrets and what happened as a result of this was like i always had just my perspective of what i wanted to do um like what every field has to offer like vlsi features vlsi you do this use computer science if you do this i didn't have a bigger picture of uh, uh the scheme of things which i would have had if i had a, i had uh, gone out to get a mentor so that is one of my biggest regret um the other one was probably not doing a ts degree so like i said uh, i pursued engineering from school as like an alternative because i didn't want to go to the doctor profession but uh, uh i didn't know which field of engineering i would like uh i just chose ece because like follow the leader it's like most of the people were going and doing ece grads so i thought i was thinking like okay there might be job opportunities there but i was not like a uh, very uh uh passionate about electronics i would say like i didn't have much of an idea of what i would end up doing if i had taken the electronics but uh, soon uh during the course of things like uh, around third year of engineering we had these uh, subjects like microprocessors and 8085 and that's when it piqued my interest i thought uh for me programming was of great interest i kind of like the embedded field of things more towards the uh, more than the vlsi side of things so uh for me uh, that was the area of interest and i slowly started to realize that and that's when that that's also why i wanted to choose a uh, profession in the software side of things the reason i say cs degree is because like there's a saying like the best time to learn programming is during your high school 
and the other best time is now of course so uh if i had done a cs course uh some of the things would have been much easier like the data structures and algorithms i i consider myself more of a self taught because i didn't take a cs degree i don't say it's mandatory but it would have made my job a lot easier if i had taken a cs degree uh if i have to put that third one of my failures um i would say i had some what of a fixed mindset as opposed to a growth mindset and i always believe that uh, you either have a talent to do something or you don't i, I didn't believe that skills could be developed you were either talented to do something or lucky enough to do it but i always had this feeling that i couldn't grow my skills but slowly that started to change um i felt that if i work on stuff then uh, you know i can improve my skills so i the first thing i did is like i kind of acknowledged that i had this mindset um and then i thought i can work on it to improve my skills and i i always had this thing of like immediate gratification if if i don't see the improvement in a bit then i tend to i used to give up quite easily but then i had to work on that to you know improve my skills especially in programming especially since it's a, uh, i said i didn't do a cs degree so initially everything came out as very hard for me but slowly but surely i saw the progress and that's when i you know changed my mindset so that would be my regret number 3 okay interesting in your current role are you in your current work uh, do you think uh, are these three failures changing their course of action uh not particularly in the current role i think uh, uh for the programming part i think uh, i'm up to par uh, because i worked on it uh um on myself so that, that's kind of okay but the the mindset the mindset thing is like really important because when i chose this role uh it's like a completely new domain for me it was into graphics domain and if i had my previous mindset i probably wouldn't get any far so i think okay graphics it's like new so i can't learn it so i would have easily given up if i had my fixed mindset team of things it's all like a skill if you work on it you always get better at it you spend time with it you always get better at it so that really helped me out with uh, my profession as well so it would be right to say that what were your failures have actually been changing into success stories uh, as i know deepak you've been in the automotive domain uh, and today you are working totally in a different domain yeah uh, and and you mentioned that your perspectives have changed you had fixed mindset but now you are tasting the unknown zones as well coming out of your comfort zone so it's 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 definitely right to say that your failures are changing their course of action and the best thing which you already hinted out is that you've acknowledged it yeah now, that's true now i'm curious to know about your routine how is your day at work and what are the technological aspects that that has been going on in your day to day life in your current role work is definitely different from what you see in your youtube videos of a software engineer's day at work so i am generally a night owl so i tend to work generally late into night so one of the last things i do every night is like plan for my next day ahead so i have a diary where i write down these are the important steps that i need to do for the next day these are the important meetings that i used to plan and i start off my day reading through that kind of like an itinerary these are what things i have to do 
then i just peek a look at my emails just to make sure that there are no immediate fires i need to put out for the day uh mostly start off with the daily stand up meetings as usual uh and i have a set of productive times this is something which i noticed uh during my work so i used to note down the times i'm so there is something like a deep work zone where you are in the zone and you know everything goes with the flow you you know that you are productive during that time so i keep a note of the times and i am productive and keep a note of the times where i am slightly distracted uh, and stuff like that so around uh, morning times and it's mostly meeting time so i'm not i wouldn't say i'm very productive there but around 3 to 5 i am really productive that's what i've noticed so uh, i tend to you know uh, make sure i don't get distracted during that time to focus on to have that deep work area uh generally during work i always follow the pomodoro technique i found it really useful it's like 25 minutes of deep work followed by let's say 10 minutes of break so i have an app for doing that it's called focus to do app so it's like a, a continuous pomodoro pomodoro timer which uh, you know informs you when you have to take break so i found it really useful uh, another thing i do at work is like uh nowadays i think it's more important uh, it's to drown out the noises i use uh, an app called brain.fm so it's like simulated white noises to you know uh, help you focus more i found it really useful and i generally tend to stay away from youtube and stuff especially during work hours because you know work from home we have a leisure so i tend to stay away from that during work hours so that's basically how my work day goes and 8 pm to 9:30 pm i located myself to learn something new so i want to be at a stage where uh, uh i want to be get the i want to get better than what i woke up from so when i sleep i have to ensure that it's just a personal thing i have to just to ensure that i was better than yesterday when i sleep so i tend to allocate that time to learn something new so that's probably my day at work beautiful answer i would say i mean i'm going to learn something new from you today because uh, focus uh making sure that you're getting better every day that's definitely yep. my key takeaways from your answer today uh what would you advise the college students actually who are pursuing engineering now what would be your top 3 advice to them that you would like to tell them uh yeah uh, so my advice would be uh you know sample different areas uh to know your passion let's say if you're doing some particular let's say you're doing electronics and communication so there are different fields you can go to if there is a vlsi field there's an embedded field so try to sample these different areas try to talk to your seniors maybe use different college groups like the ieee group or maybe even linkedin groups to know like what each field has to offer and see if that fits your interest is that something that you want to do remember like the work is like where you we are you are going to for the rest of your life you're going to uh, spend most of your uh, time in so it's something that you have to be passionate about so always pick something that you're really interested in so try to sample these different areas to find out your passion uh, another thing is like uh, don't focus too much on just the theory part always have like a practical uh, side of things as well always do like a 60 40 60% of theory maybe 40% of practical do some hobby projects maybe get involved in open source if you are interested in software so try to experiment with stuff to see you know what areas you are interested in 
and another thing is like uh like i said the work is a more uh, it's the place where you're going to spend most of your precious time in so always make sure that you you, you can select an area of work where you are most passionate about uh another thing is like uh so i have this so you, you remember i told you like i have these regrets in life uh, especially related to my college yeah uh, so um i always thought like what if i had like a reset button uh like a warm reset so i press the reset i can preserve my memory and knowledge uh and then go back in time to do all the things again so what things would i have done rif- differently so it's like a reset where i preserve my memory and knowledge but i simply go back in future like a smaller self so uh although that's like an intriguing thought uh the thing is like maybe your parents start to view you in that way your parents start to view you not every parent but maybe some parents too like uh they couldn't uh, like they have this knowledge on what things they would have done differently let's say in their profession so it would have helped them get better in their profession they tend to pass that on to or maybe uh, push that on to their children so you don't have to go into a field because your parents has pressurized you always follow your passion so it may not be your parents interests may not be the same thing that you are interested in maybe your passion is completely different it's a completely new field let's say your parents are engineers but your passion is photography so uh you like i said it, it has to be something that you are passionate about so you have to follow your dreams so understand your uh, passion and then follow it would be my advice thanks people for those insights so of course there have been moments of we've talked about failures now let's let's talk about the sweet spots as well of what would be your most happy successful moments again counting 1 to 3 what would you rate them in your life like there are both sides of the story there is like success moments as well as failures and i've worked in a variety of domains uh and i always had this feeling that i want to do something significant with my work something like leaving a signature after i'm done in this world the most important highlight of my life would be uh i got to file a few patents during my line of work uh so i treat that as something significant because um like that's something that extra that i've done and that's something that would stay with me for the rest of my life so i'm really proud of them uh this started with 2013 when i started my uh, i filed my first patent it was into uh advanced driver assistance with image processing so that is something which i really hold close to my heart because that, that you know uh, that piqued my interest uh, into different areas and i started pursuing that dream and i was lucky enough to have filed around five patents during my career so that's something that i'm really proud of uh the second highlight would be like i said i always had this fixed mindset comfort zone thing so in 2017 after around 8 years in the automotive domain i decided to switch uh, to a new domain so that was a new company which had new culture new team that brought a lot of new challenges in so initially i was a bit hesitant i was not sure what the future would have to offer i wasn't sure whether i had the skills to you know uh get through that industry but i took a chance i decided to face my fears and 
I switched my domain. Uh, I moved from automotive domain to a modem domain with Intel. And uh, uh, and because I persevered and tried to learn new things, uh, I did really well in my first year. I had great feedback from the managers for my first year. And one of my biggest highlights is after just one year uh, into the new domain, I was appointed as the Utrom interface for Tesla, one of the dream automotive companies. So I was again coming back to my area of passion, which is automotive. It was really a great achievement for me. And I also had the luck of filing three, pa- uh, three papers while uh, I was there at work, something extra which I did. So I was really proud that, you know, I faced my fears head on and uh, uh, I, I proved that uh, there is always a growth mindset. So if you, if you embrace a growth mindset, you can have success following you. And the third one was like a personal thing for me. Uh, <clears throat> the third highlight would be my move to the UK in 2019. So I was always in this comfort zone where, you know, everything was, was I would, didn't say it was too easy, but it was kind of easy because it's not very different from uh, what I had. So the move to UK came in around 2019. So uh, Intel had closed its uh, modem domain and I was uh, working on the peripheral drivers for IoT. So that's when a new opportunity came for safety critical graphics with imagination in the UK. That's around 2019. And I was very intrigued because, uh, you know, I said driver assistance, image processing, those were my passions and it was related to the automotive industry. So I was very excited, but it did, did have its technical challenges as well. Best thing is like, it was a GPU domain, which I had no idea of. Computer graphics, again, new and alien to me. But it added another aspect of it. Like the move to the UK was like, it's like a completely alien country. I had nobody uh, here who I could talk to. uh, So I had to set up my life from scratch. So I had to do a lot of deliberations. But again, because of my success story uh, of, uh, you know, previously facing some fears and coming out across, I decided to face this one as well. So I took a chance, a leap of faith, uh, and I decided to move to the UK. And two years down the line, I couldn't say that, I, I would say that I'm more happy personally and professionally. I love my work and professionally, personally as well, I'm in a very happy place now. So uh, it's like the saying, the growth begins at the end of your comfort zone. So it's literally true in my case. So that's that's one of the personal highlights for me as well. As I'm listening, sitting at India and you're speaking that from UK, I am just smiling, getting inspired and I'm sure it's going to inspire many more minds out there. So kudos to what you've done, Deepak. And I wish that you continue to grow for I know you personally as a humble person and I also know the professional ethics that you made there. So a big congratulations to you for that. Thanks, Sarah. At the end, I have a few more questions, but I'm still stuck with your patenting journey. So how do you think, how easy it is to actually file a patent? Say it's uh, not that easy. Uh, so it's like you have to keep trying. So it's like any career. So it's your idea, your baby. So you are kind of attached to it. 
but there are some other aspects which can or make or break things there is no novelty to the idea then they get rejected so don't take this personally sometimes what happens is like it's uh, like people are too attached to it and when somebody says no this is not worth pursuing then they tend to get offended and they just stop it altogether you know any time i go to your senior management he's going to say no so i'm not going to pursue it so you should not have that attitude so you should should always keep knocking on that door so try to be innovative trying it until you succeed uh from the patent process as such uh generally if you're uh, employed with a company uh <clears throat> it's written in your contract that any intellectual property that comes out of you generally goes to the company you you do keep your name as the inventor but the patent would be assigned to your company uh there are goods and bads of it pros and cons uh the thing is like if you're going to file this individually uh filing a patent if you have a look at a patent there are like specific jargons that you use as well as you need to know the legal aspects of it as well so if you look at a patent there are like a uh, lot of uh things like prior art um claims all those things there if you're going to file it on your own you're going to find it slightly difficult if you just have the technical skill for it and there are like uh patent professionals who can help you with it but they come at a cost so typically if you're looking to file a patent that would be somewhere around 50000 to around 1.5 lakhs just to get that filed and get it examined uh there are like government fees as well as this patent professional fees involved uh if you're going to do it on your own you just have to do the government fees but uh, i would recommend that you do it with a patent professional to get all these done it's a journey where you have to you have to have patience and perseverance even though your idea gets knocked down you still have to continue uh creating new ideas so it's the, mostly the mindset and patience thanks deepak i think you really gave a very good high level quick facts about filing a patent so thank you for that uh last but not the least let's have some quick checks about your likes and dislikes uh so i'm going to give you two options and you pick one okay okay uh go with go with c or c++ c github or bitbucket github open source or proprietary open source sunset or sunrise sunrise thanks deepak so my first podcast as a host and your first podcast as a head guest how would you rate this experience today and the closing comments from you oh i had a great time uh thanks for having me uh i mean it, it, it's really good that you're pursuing these things uh, additional to your work so it's really great like i said I have had a lot of learnings from you as well. So thanks for that. Thanks for having me again and thanks for considering me good enough to be in your podcast for your first episode. I wish you all the luck with it. Thank you so much Deepak. It was indeed my pleasure to have you here and I wish you a good day ahead. Thank you again.